0: Welcome to Weekend's r for Football, hosted by me, Shane Scalfero. Really excited to bring this show to you guys. Ready, ready to get rolling. Um, Right off the bat, I do want to say this episode right here is dedicated to Dwayne Haskins. Um, Dude, you're a baller on and off the field. You're amazing to so many people. You were absolutely incredible, and I can't say enough about you. I didn't even know you personally, but I can't say enough good stuff about you. Um, Man gone too soon uh rest in peace my man and you're a Buckeye you're a Buckeye legend forever I, I want you to know that even though you probably won't hear it but I want you to know that so this episode is dedicated to him um, and let's just roll right into it so we're gonna start off here with everyone's favorite factory of sadness in the Cleveland Browns so obviously there's been a lot of turmoil in Cleveland over the past year. So they obviously traded for Deshaun Watson. They've upset Baker. They've just done a lot of questionable moves in free agency. And here's, here's the thing. To me, it feels like they just gave up on Baker. They said that this season was a telltale for what Baker could do and Baker was injured all season. First off the Cleveland Browns organization as a whole should have said, listen, we need you to sit down and rest and get what you need and come back in like three weeks. Case Keenum is ready. Let's get you healthy so we can make a run at the playoffs. And they didn't do that. They continued to let him play and continue to let him injure himself which was, that's on the Browns organization. Obviously Baker should have sat himself down and said, look, maybe I need to sit down and just get healthy. But we all know Baker has an ego. Like Baker's not going to do that. So the Browns should have said it for him. But then, so Baker came out and talked yesterday and said he felt 100% disrespected by the Browns. They told him they weren't going to trade for Baker. Or they weren't going to trade for Deshaun Watson. And then they turned around and traded for Deshaun Watson. So, Baker feels 100 disrespected. Which makes sense. After they told you they weren't going to trade for him. Then there was rumors of them trading for him and being one of the top three destinations. Then Baker obviously was upset and said, okay, if you're going to go get him, then trade me. And then they traded for Deshaun Watson and have yet to deal with Baker. And teams don't want his contract. Teams don't want $18 million on their shoulders to maybe be training for a backup. Like, no team wants that contract. So, to me, it feels like they're just giving up. They found the easy way out. Because right now, Deshaun Watson's status is up in the air. He could be suspended the entire month of September or depending on how bad these um, like these civil cases are, he could be out the entire season. And they took a chance on that, saying that they wanted an adult in the locker room. They took a chance on the mess that is Deshaun Watson instead of letting Baker play through his fifth year option that they already picked up. It's boggling to me because when Baker is healthy, he's not that. He's a top 15 quarterback, top 15 when he's healthy. And look, I get it. He's had a fair amount of turnovers, some bad decision-making, and he's got some character issues. But think about when he led the Browns to the playoffs he behaved himself he was fine like he was happy doing all of that and when what happened when kevin Stefanski tested positive for covid before their playoff game their first playoff game in a long time baker stepped up to the plate and what he didn't say oh man well my coach is gone guess we're gonna lose he stepped up to the plate and won that game Baker had a great game against pittsburgh And you gave up on that guy after an injury-riddled season? It's textbook Cleveland. That's what it is. Cleveland finds a way to screw it all up. Is Deshaun Watson an amazing talent? Yes. Nobody's going to dispute that. But here's the other thing. You gave him 230 million. Guaranteed. I don't... Do they realize that they have to pay Nick Chubb soon? They have a star running back. What are they going to do? Get rid of him? You think he's going to sign on like a 10 million contract? You have to sign him soon. What about Denzel Ward? You have a lot of people you got to sign. And I get it. You cut Jarvis Landry. But what are you doing they cut jars landry and traded for amari cooper which hey i'm okay with that i like that trade but you left yourself with nobody else your your best pass catchers are amari cooper who hasn't been in the system and david njoku who is always hurt and you, you didn't sign anybody else. You didn't, you didn't trade for anybody else. I guess you're addressing it in the draft? I mean, all eyes are pointing to them getting a wide receiver in the draft, but, I mean, do they have that much faith in, like, Donovan Peoples-Jones? To me, it's textbook Cleveland. We have something going. How do we mess it up? And that is the story of Cleveland. And look, do I think they're going to be a top probably two team in the AFC North? Yeah. And do I think that they're going to have a real rough start? Yeah. But I only think that they're going to be probably second in the division because of Deshaun Watson, because I know he knows how to play. And God knows nobody trusts Pittsburgh. And who knows how Lamar is going to bounce back. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on in Cleveland, but they better figure it out. And they need to, they need to get they need to figure out what they're doing with Baker. Because we kind of saw this play out with Odell. You have somebody in the locker room who is just causing turmoil. And they focused on that. And they didn't get rid of Odell sooner. So it was sitting there, and that was the focus of the team. The focus of the team now, there's two, actually. It's Baker and what happens with Deshaun Watson. Get rid of one of them now. Trade Baker, or just cut him already. Personally, I wished he would have gone to Indianapolis. They chose Matt Ryan. I still see him going to Atlanta, Seattle, or I could see a late trade from Miami to also grab Baker. Speaking of that, let's head over to Miami. Look, I get it. There's a lot to be excited about in Miami. Signed a lot of good free agents. You know, you kept Mike Kosicki. You traded for a Tyreek Hill. Um, man, that wide receiver room is crowded. There's a lot of talent in that wide receiver room, specifically Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Um, but then you gotta remember the guy throwing to them. My my biggest question mark in Miami is Tua. I mean, that that defense can play. We saw that last year. Still mind boggled, you fired Brian Flores. That was, I think, maybe the dumbest move top five dumbest moves Miami's ever made. He was a great coach. But that's putting a lot of faith in Tua. I mean, Tua's often injured. He's been that way since college. He's not the he doesn't have strongest arm in the world. And you want him throwing to throw into the fastest guy in the NFL? Tyreek is known for going deep. But what happens when you have a quarterback that can't throw it deep? His medium accuracy is eh. Like, he doesn't have that strong of an arm. And hey, maybe Tua's going to blossom this year. Maybe he'll blossom. I feel like Tyreek was flashy. That was a flashy move. But I feel like in a year, what we're going to hear is, Tyreek upset he's not getting the ball. You gave up Patrick Mahomes, one of the best deep ball throwers in the game for, for Tua. You chose uh I mean, it. it baffles me that he chose there. Honestly, if the rumors were right about the Jets, I would have picked there. I like Zach Wilson's deep ball better than I like Tua's. Sometimes. Zach Wilson confuses me and he throws a lot of turnovers. But I mean, come on. That's what we're doing now? I don't have a lot of faith in Tua. I honestly, he's probably the third or fourth best quarterback out of the top four that were taken between. Burrow, Herbert, Tua, and Hurts. I'd say he's three or four. On a good day, Jalen Hurts is better than him. But man, it just it seems like a flashy way to put themselves on the map. And I get it, when you're competing with Buffalo and New England two times a year, you need that. You need to have something to, you know, you're down by two scores. You have to have something to put you back in the game, and that's Tyreek. We saw it during the Super Bowl in Kansas City. But you have to have the right quarterback that can actually get the ball to him. Which, I mean, Tyreek can open the field for other people. Tyreek could go deep, take a safety in a corner, and then Jalen Waddles open in the middle of the field. There you go. But it's the deep part of Tyreek Hill that is the one I'm going to question which is why I think you may see them make a run at Baker. Because Baker still has a good deep ball. It's more accurate than Tua's is. So I could see them making a run at Baker. Personally, I'd love to see him make a run at Baker. I'd love to see Baker in Miami. I think it fits. I really think it fits in there. But wow. I was I was shocked to see Um, Tyreek head to Miami alright let's turn it over let's uh, head over to the boys in Philly oh Philly 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 I'll give context I'm an Eagles fan and boy what a disappointing offseason I mean what are you doing I I usually believe in Howie Roseman I'm really confused what he's doing they started. They signed Hassan Reddick. Congratulations, you did part one of eighty for the offseason. You signed an edge rusher. I mean, I like Hassan Reddick. He's stud. He's coming home to play in Pennsylvania. That's gonna be a monstrous D line. Josh Sweat has broken out. Javon Hargraves broken out. Brandon Graham's coming back. He resigned Fletcher Cox. It's gonna be a great D line. But what about the rest of the defense? They've got Kaiser White, who's going to help the linebackers because we need a linebacker. But you didn't go get anyone in corner. You didn't get a corner. You let Steven Nelson walk. You did the opposite. I've been saying since Darius Slade got here, you need a number two guy. Steven Nelson played really well. But now he's gone. You need a number two guy. He's in. He's with the Texans now. You need a new guy. And then safety, safety has been so up and down. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins was there. He held it down. He left. Ronnie McLeod was holding it down, but there wasn't another one. Now both those kids are gone. Malcolm Jenkins retired. And Ronnie Cloud's a colt. What, what are you doing? You didn't sign safety and free agency? Then there's wide receivers. Obviously you have Devontae Smith. He was a stud. He was great his first season. And you you didn't get anybody else? You signed a bunch of nobodies. I'm sorry, Zach Pascal is nothing to get excited about. His career doesn't eclipse 1,000 yards. Devontae almost did it in one. And Zach Pascal's career of four years doesn't eclipse 1,000 yards. You sign Devin Allen, who hasn't played wide receiver since 2016. He's been in the Olympics. He's an Olympian. Hasn't run a route since 2016. And that that's who you think is going to solve the wide receiver room. I mean, you re signed Greg Ward, like, congratulations. You want a plaque? I'm mind-baffled what's going on in Philadelphia. I mean, and then there's just everything going on at your QB situation. Everyone wondering, you know, is Hurts the guy? Is Hurts the guy? Look, I'm okay with them sticking with Hurts another year. I think that's what you need to do. Give him another year. Let him prove himself. This is make or break. You failed to trade for Russell Wilson. You failed to trade for Deshaun Watson. And you're sticking with Hurts. Good job. You didn't give Jalen Hurts anyone. What you need to do with a quarterback who's in their make-or-break year, you surround them with talent to say, there's no excuses. What did the Giants do with Daniel Jones? They signed a bunch of people. He flopped because Daniel Jones doesn't work. And he flopped and you didn't do that with Jalen. you signed a eh, wide receiver in zach pascal and a nobody in Devin allen and think yep that's good you didn't get a backup tight end what happens when goddard is covered or goddard's hurt there's nobody there's nobody there and then the, back, the running back situation, you didn't sign anyone there either. It could use an upgrade. Listen, I love Miles Sanders, but he had zero touchdowns last year. He didn't do anything. I get he was injured, but Boston Scott and Jordan Howard looked better than he did. And he's playing with a chip on his shoulder now. He came out and said it. He said he's taking this year personally. I would too, Miles. I would too. Is. I bet you could find success anywhere out of Philadelphia. But man, just not addressing issues. The big thing I did see was it said Jalen Hurts is or was at least training with Tom Brady. That may be the most excited for Jalen Hurts I've ever been in my life. If you work with Tom Brady, and you still can't do it, then you don't work. You're a glorified running back and you don't work, but you know what? It'll be okay. They'll find a way to make it to the playoffs. I don't know how, but I mean, Carson Wentz did it with the most injured squad I've ever seen. And Jalen did it last year playing average and he led them to the playoffs and almost made a comeback on Tom Brady. Man, that playoff game. You know what else Jalen needs to do? He needs to trust. I think one of the problems with Jalen is he doesn't trust himself and he doesn't trust his connection to Devontae Smith. What did we see out of Joe Burrow and the Bengals? Joe trusted Jamar. He even said, in a, like in an interview, he said, "You know that meme effort Jamar's down there somewhere." That's me. Jalen doesn't trust that. What did it, the perfect example is that playoff game with the Buccaneers. They were down huge, and Jalen started just throwing to Devonte, and they started coming back, putting points on the board, and they kept coming back. That's what you need. They've had that connection with problems from college. Build upon that. And you'll move in the right direction. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are the perfect example of that. Because they took a year off from each other. Jamar finishes final season at LSU. And Joe Burrow went into the NFL for a year obviously got hurt. And they came back after a year and let their team do Super Bowl. That's what Jalen needs to do with Devontae. That's what needs to be done. There's your answer. Personally, they better draft a wide receiver. And the one I'm looking at is Chris Olave out of Ohio State. Little biased, I'm an Ohio State fan, but you could have one of the best route running duos in the NFL if you drafted Chris Olave. Chris Olave, Devontae Smith would be one of the best route-running duos in the entire NFL. And Chris Olave is a deep threat. Watch his tape from Ohio State. He's crazy. He's a great deep threat. Patch, you match that with Quez Watkins? That's a great big three right there. I love that trio. So that's what I'm hoping for in the first round. Then there's all these rumors out of Philly that they're going after a big name in Tyrant Matthew. They already whiffed on so many free agents, they said, let's go big. Apparently, according to reports, Tyran has had a virtual meeting with Philly, has remained in close contact with Philly, and Philly is a prime location for him. If we could get Honey Badger, that'd be a game changer for this defense. That'd be a game-changer. It would be incredible for this defense. Absolutely incredible. I mean, if somehow, in a perfect world, they could get him and Stephon Gilmore, watch out, because that's a stacked Philly defense. Obviously, I don't know if they're going to get Gilmore. He's visited the Rams. Uh, I believe he's visited the Colts. And I know Kansas City and Buffalo have both been in talks with him, But a man can hope. And I'm really hoping any day now I see Tyran Matthews heading to Philly. I'd love to see Gilmore. But I think Tyran's a little closer than Gilmore is. So with the last couple of minutes, you know, I'm going to head over to a team that has been kind of silent. They've been kind of silent, but also just not talked about how about Chicago the, Chicago is interesting to me because they slightly feel like they're doing what Philly's doing and not giving the young quarterback weapons I mean who does Justin Fields have he's got Darnell Mooney they got rid of Allen Robinson they got Darnell Mooney they got David Montgomery Cole Komet. that's about it I don't really know who else they have. They're in the same boat. It's get weapons for your young guy. I mean, Justin Fields is a great talent. He, I thought he should have been drafted second. Obviously, nobody was going to get drafted before Trevor Lawrence. But he should have gotten drafted second. You really thought Zach Wilson and Trey Lance were better? Maybe Trey Lance. Maybe Trey Lance is better. But still, Justin Fields is a stud, and they're just not helping him really. They're not really giving him the guys that he needs to be able to make plays and do stuff. I do think losing Matt Nagy is going to help a lot. I mean, Matt Nagy gone is going to help Justin Fields break out. He's one of my prime breakout candidates for this year. Uh, I really like Fields, and I think he's going to be one of the few Ohio State quarterbacks that actually like does something in the NFL not just flops and leaves, like other ones I can name. So, I don't know. They need to get Fields some weapons. And maybe that's their draft plan. I personally think their draft plan is going to be either sitting and waiting or trading up for a wide receiver, and I think they try and get Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave to do exactly what Joe Burrow did. I see it. I dig it. I want to see Justin Fields succeed. But I see it. But, yeah, these teams got to get weapons for their receiver or for their quarterbacks. Not giving them a whole lot. You're just kind of leaving them, leaving them to die. I don't even know if they boosted the O-line. And Justin Fields got sacked a lot. I mean, look at the Bengals. Again, look at the Bengals. What happened? Joe Burrow got sacked A lot. And got put to the ground a lot. what they do? They went and signed a bunch of linemen. Like that is what you should be doing. You say, gee, what is our what does our quarterback need the most? And then you go get it. what they do? They thought he needed a wide receiver. They drafted Jamar Chase. I mean, yeah, did we all think they were gonna draft Penny Sewell? Yeah, he needed a no-line. But they said, "Hey, we'll figure that out later." They said, "This is what we want." Now they have that, and they're not paying Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase anything. So then they realize this year they went to a Super Bowl. They had no line. And they win that game. So they say, "What does our quarterback need?" He needs a no line. They went and got it. Now look at the Bears. They kind of did that. They said, "What does our quarterback need?" A new head coach. Fired Matt Nagy. But now they should be saying, what does our quarterback need? Wide receivers? Let's go get them. A no line? Let's go get them. A defense? Let's go get them. I mean, come on. They traded away Khalil Mack and you didn't fill that spot. That's a big hole to fill in Khalil Mack. All right. We're going to switch over one more time to Los Angeles. We're going to talk about the Chargers. Um, Look, don't be surprised if you see the Chargers in the AFC Championship. That's all I'm going to say. They're my favorites to win the AFC West. I like what they're doing. I think there's a real turnaround in L.A. I really do. I mean, Justin Herbert is a stud. Nobody thought he was going to be good. Nobody thought he was going to be good. They were really, like, eh, what's the last time you've seen an Oregon quarterback prosper in this league? Marks Mariota started and then didn't. But, I mean, just look at what they've done. They have Keenan Allen. They re-signed Mike Williams, which was a great idea. Probably draft a third wide receiver in the draft. And then they said, what are our biggest weaknesses? They already fixed their O-line last year. They have Austin Eckler. They're good there. They said, what are our biggest weaknesses? We need a defense. We need a pass rush. They got Khalil Mack. I'm sorry, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, who's already there? Great duo. And then they said, what else do we need? We need a secondary. Obviously, they have Derwin James playing safety, but they said, we need somebody else. They went and got JC Jackson. A huge move in a team that needed one. Two huge moves in a team that needed just one. To get over the hump. And by golly, did they do it? Honestly, you hear here first. Justin Herbert for MVP. And don't be surprised if you see them make a deep playoff run. Probably taking on Buffalo in the AFC Championship. That is all the time we have for now. Short episode to kick it off, but hey, the first one's got to be short so we can grow, right? All right. I appreciate you all for listening. Stay tuned. Next episode will probably be post-draft. I'm real excited to get into the draft, but that'll probably be the next episode will be post-draft. I appreciate all of you for listening, and I will see you later.